Coming up, want to know simple strategies that you can use to grow your downloads? Well, today's guest talks about what he did to 10x his downloads by localizing his app. Also, you'll discover what strategies did not work for him and his paid apps and how having an app video actually increased his sales. All that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Want an easy way to set up your own referral system? Wildfire's patent-pending referral and achievement system incentivizes users to recommend your app to their friends. Check out wildfire.software to learn more. AppRadar will save you time with their unified and connected ASO workflow and save you money with their Apple Search Ads team who will optimize your campaigns and increase your ROAS. Go to appradar.com to learn more. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content in the app business. And today, I've got a phenomenal guest. I've known this guy for so darn long, and so I wanted to bring him on, talk about what's worked for him, what has not worked. And you might be surprised what, uh, what, might, what hasn't worked for him. So without further ado, let me introduce the guest. His name is Reza Abdullahi, he is the founder, developer, and project manager at Eccentric Team. Reza, welcome to the show. Actually, let me do this. You can check out his app. Go to fadeawayapp.com if you want to work with Reza, or just check out this amazing app that we got to work together on. It is called fadeawayapp.com. All right, Reza, now, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, Reza, let's just go straight into a tip that has worked. Maybe we should do this with every single podcast episode. All right, you said localization is working for you today. Explain, please. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So I, uh, before I started developing my second app, which was um, which I searched about like different market niches that I could um, develop for, and I came up with a very minimalistic notepad app that could have some cat animations and cat themed graphics and uh, uh, noises and stuff like that. And then before I started developing, I was like researching to see which countries are most interested in cats. <laughs> and um, so the results were like um, Russia, Japan, and um, of course, the U.S. has the uh, highest market share like downloading apps so i targeted these three uh, these three areas and then initially i developed for like only an english version and uh, released it worldwide and the results were like not bad like a couple thousand couple thousand downloads in the first month but then um i was like i really expected far more than this and then i started localizing it for Japan, and then from $2,000 in first month, it jumped into like 15000 in like the second month and third month. And it kept growing until it hit like around 19000 And it was like, that was it. But um, the weird thing is that um, I didn't get much reviews like five to seven i guess <laughs> so i don't know how that works like too many downloads but like barely um reviews but 
yeah, I really try to work on, um, so the th things that I try to work on the most were, first of all, the graphics, I try to keep it as simple as possible, but also engaging. And the animations I made with After Effects. Wait, let, and, me, let me talk about this, Reza. So are you sure. talking about within the app itself, right? Like the, the design? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, let me talk about the localization standpoint. Why Japan okay, then? Because that's amazing results. I had to do the math on this, but it's like eight times. So if you went from 2,000 downloads per month to 15,000 downloads per yeah. month at a high of 19, that's like over 8x downloads. Like why did you decide on Japan? Cats the most. <laughs> and that, that was a result that they just searched on the internet and came up like most of these cat videos are like either Japanese or like most popular um, cat Instagram pages are mostly Japanese. And I mean, I don't know, like it's a famous thing like uh, that Japanese people really like it. And, okay. it, and it's really worked. What did you localize? Um, the explanations inside the app, the titles, buttons, and like about section and the um, description stuff. So like that, I tried, and then I checked it with a Japanese person to make sure like everything is were were correct. And apparently, to to double check that everything was was fine, I was like doing a mutual translation with like Google Translate. So like I translated to Japanese and then to English to make sure like it makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, so that really worked well. But other techniques, um, I tried my best to try to mimic your um, methods on keywords. I failed miserably <laughs> because obviously I don't have access to like all the services that you have and all the knowledge and experiences you have, but. Yeah, there's definitely like I could I could easily say my the majority of downloads that I'm getting for like Fadeaways, I mean like ninety percent easily is from the keywords that uh, I've got from you. Oh, so, thanks, man. Like, I, I'm not really <laughs> I'm not really um, trying to give you fake compliments or anything. I'm just being absolutely honest. Like those keywords that you prepared, like definitely worked. And apart from that, I try to do Facebook well, marketing. Yeah, I, I'll take fake compliments anytime. But the thing <laughs> I will ask you is, so you actually didn't change much from a local localization standpoint. You didn't change anything from a ASO standpoint. It was all like within the app, the description, you change the description and things within the app. That's what you localize. Exactly. Like wow. So the ASO exactly. was still in English. Like the app title, the subtitle, that was all still in English. I'm assuming the screenshots were still in English. But all you did was change the description and localize that. No, no, no. Uh, the screenshots also had to be changed, and the screenshots have to be changed into Japanese as well. Um, I think the keywords has had to be changed to Japanese as well. I just don't remember because it was like seven months ago or eight months ago. But I think I changed the keywords also to Japanese like because when you um, try to g give a separate separate version of your app um, in terms of like localization, they, they need a different keyword. And yeah, yeah. So you I probably, if I, I mean, we can look at it right now, but I'm assuming you probably changed all of that stuff. How did you go about translating it? Was it just through Google, you know, like translator? What, what did you use specifically? Google Translate. 
That's all. That's easy as that. Easy as that, huh? And then just put in all the characters. So, I mean, theoretically, yeah. you could have just used the keywords that I found for you and just translated into Japanese, right? I mean, that could work, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, to, to just to just make sure that I'm not doing something hilarious, I try to check it with, like, a couple Japanese people. Like, I have Japanese friends that could help me with that, so they were like, that's a, that totally works. So, And this was still a paid app, right? It was a paid app, yeah. So you, when you were saying, like, 15,000 downloads, these were, like, 15,000 paid downloads? 15, um, in, like... In in between these um, these two months, I tried to make it make it free for like just three days. Okay. So, so like I w- I would say like five, yeah, around like five thousand to six thousand of them weren't paid. Okay, I see. And we're yeah. just playing around from a revenue standpoint. Did you see an increase in revenue as well? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, it was like initially, and I changed the price many times. Like it was like, first it was like $1 and then it was like $2 and then $3 and then zero and then $1. And I was just experimenting with different um, pricings to see how people are willing to pay. But um, yeah, it, it was like the at the peak, it was like one, at the, at the $1 price that it had the maximum download. Oh, interesting. So the best yeah. price, best performing price was the dollar. Yeah, just one dollar. That's interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I think we got in the concept of okay, how do we really localize? What we should localize to ten x our downloads. The other thing I'll ask you for: you said you were trying Facebook, Instagram. Something that did not work was you worked with Instagram influencers, right? Yeah, exactly. I reached out to um, four different pages. Um, yeah, four, four different pages on Instagram that had like each of which had like around 150,000 to 200,000 subscribers, uh, followers. And I sent a DM, asked them like, what would be your price? And one of them would be like hundred, the other one would be like 200, the other one would be like uh, 130 for like two days. And I think um overall i spent around 400 to 500 dollars on instagram marketing through like the influencers and also instagram ads but that was true like facebook different uh, platform of course and uh, none of them worked like <laughs> honestly it was like it would be more useful to burn your money because i had like and i was in a paid state still yeah um so yeah, it was like I got I don't know five to ten downloads in like, and it was after the after the peak of nineteen thousand was finished. Okay, I see. So like after nineteen thousand, it was like it dropped into a I don't know really low number. I don't know what happened, like <laughs> why, but uh, the downloads were like really low. The um, median and everything was like really low again. But I didn't really want to spend any more time on this. I started working on my different projects, which which was my the, the, uh, my other app that was offered to be featured by Apple. But um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Facebook also the same. I spent like two hundred or two hundred fifty dollars on sp- uh, Facebook marketing, Facebook ads, and the results were pretty low, like pretty weak. 
Yeah. So we're talking about Perpad, right? Perpad is the the cat notepad yeah. that you did in yeah, Japan yeah. as well. And so you're doing that many downloads here. I'm gonna look at it. For some reason, I was looking at Fadeaway, and I'm gonna look at the Japanese <laughs> localization with Perpad. Okay. So it looks like yeah, the screenshots are definitely localized. I'm sure the keywords are as well. The app name looks like it's still Perpad, but the descriptions localized. Yeah. Everything else is localized. Yeah, this, um, uh, like I said, the name of the app was unchanged. Uh, I don't think, I'm not sure if you can change the na app name in like different localizations. You can. But you can? Or, yeah. All right. <laughs> that I'll answer for you. That you can. That's awesome, <laughs> man. That's cool. And I think almost like if I were to analyze what went wrong with some of the influencer marketing that you did on Instagram, it would probably be because it's a paid app, you know, like it, that's going to be really hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool, brother. All right, well, let's move on to this. Anything else you want to cover with like what's worked and what hasn't from that side of things? Um, let me just think about any other aspects. I think um, in my in all of my apps, I think the emphasis on making something work somehow, especially if it's um, free. Is the screenshots, icons, and I'm not that sure if the description has like changed the results that much. But in my opinion, the screenshot, the visual things are the most important things. And if you can absolutely include the, a, a video preview, something that I see many apps are like uh, discarding, which is pretty pretty important, Have both you in terms of um, yeah. Have you, well, I guess, and I, and I agree with you with the video preview for paid apps. I think that's where it's important. Have you tested anything with free apps at all? Free apps, my, the third one, the third one was a free app, like mm -hmm. absolutely free. It was how just an experience. Yeah, how I see. Uh -huh. So did you add a video for how I see? I didn't. Uh, I don't think I add, added the video, but um, the thing that worked for for how I see. I mean, I mean, worked in terms of like downloads because usually for these, these type of apps, you don't get more than like 500 downloads or something. I mean, it's basically very very simple. It's just sharing the experience of a eyesight situation. Yeah. Um. Uh. Which is called retinitis pigmentosa. Uh. But this this app got like 3000 3000 to 4000 downloads in in 3 weeks wow and I, it was just kind of surprising for me like i don't understand why people are interested in this but um and then, then after the after like 2 months i got an email from apple to like an offer to be featured on app store yeah yeah that's awesome man <laughs> I, yeah, thank you. It was it was just really surprising for me. Like um, I think that the 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 main idea that Apple really emphasize on is first of all I, I should mention that uh, some people are like if you make an app and it's not bold enough, it's not big enough, it's not the next big thing, it's not a I don't know crazy like video editor or something like that, it's not going to be seen by Apple. Wrong, wrong, dude. Just do what you think is right and. Even if it's as simple as showing a message, showing a meaning, showing how you feel through the app, like express, expressing your, yourself, just the way that I did in my How I See, that like 
Apple is going to absolutely see it, first of all. It's not due to downloads. And um, you may get featured. Like, out of the 11 apps that I've worked on, if somebody, somebody asked me, like, which one of your apps would be featured, which one do you think, I would definitely go like go, go with, like, of course, fade away, like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we have spent, like, a year and a half and, like, developed it. Um, I don't know. And the, the How I See would be the last, probably the last, but I was so wrong. Like, this was one of, one of the main lessons that I learned. So, yeah. <laughs> I like it, man. All right. So what I want to move on to next is how you find ideas, what you should work on. Because sometimes, you know, the idea, I know everybody says it's the idea is whatever, but execution is important. I feel like in the app space, it's a little bit different. What do you feel about that? I should be, I mean, there's a double answer to that, I think. Um, in most cases, yes, I agree with that um, phrase. Like, I, execution is more important, of course, because really unique ideas are rare. Like, really good ideas are rare. Because, like, so many people think similarly. And there are very, very few, or I'm not saying if someone has a really good idea, they're just, like, a unique person that has a very good idea. But, like, it could happen to anyone. And um, still, it could work. But if if you're implementing that unique idea with a bad execution, of course, it's not going to work. Like, that's for sure. Um, so in terms of where do I find ideas, I mean, I have more ideas on... I start, uh, I start with the big picture and then go into more details. For example, I start with different categories and then I research on every category. So I, I go into different categories like books. Okay, what has been done in, in books? We see like different apps and then we're like, okay, is there any kind of ideas that they could implement and then make it intuitive and like more innovative uh, so it could have a chance? Nope, next category. So starting by categories and then um, looking cumulative on all the possible possibilities that I can implement in the least time possible, mm. but also make it work. And if I'm, if I'm trying to work on a game idea, um, I start watching really old cartoons. <laughs> and like in terms of, I mean, look at Cophead, for example. Um, I mean, what they have done, like, it's a global success, but all, all of the main things, like, men, the mechanics are very similar to different games that we have seen before, but the main thing that really sets it apart is that that classic feeling of hand-drawn animations, for example. Yeah. And it gives you a sense of depth. It's, it gives you a sense of, like, oh, I'm, I have so much values in my hand. And watching GCD... Game developer GDC actually game developer conference mm -hmm. in which like different developers come and talk about their success in their games. So like I watch as many as them as many as I can to come up with different ideas. Um, but the best practice would be the things that you have already mentioned in your like different videos or like podcasts. Like look at what already works. 
and try to spin it in a way that it, it doesn't, I mean, you, you won't get copyright, you won't have copyright problems on game mechanics, but you should be as cautious as possible so you wouldn't get sued by like King or something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it's so valuable. Like, you know, especially with the games, David Reichelt, who made Color Switch, he said it best. Like, he wanted a game, like, look at, analyze games that are like 20 years ago. And you said it best too, Reza. Like, you have to find things that worked 20 years ago because there's yeah. a cycle with these things that pe things just come back, right? And if you exactly. think about like all these shows on TV, like things just come back. And so there is that element. But I think from an app business perspective, you know, for a business, like any web business, it's a little bit easier to execute. From an app business, you got to kind of see what's working in the app business. It's a whole different beast, whole different animal than like anything on SaaS or anything else. So while like Airbnb, these like unicorns would work on just the, the mobile and, the, and an app, but like at the same time, like those are the hard ones. Like there are themes, there are certain types of apps that work really well in the app space. And if you find one and you put your unique spin on it, that's where the real success is going to be too. Exactly. Exactly. I like it, man. But but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go for it. No, if you want to expand on it, go ahead. I wanted to just add one one more thing about um, like finding ideas or, or like let's say implementing ideas more than finding ideas. Like let's say you have good ideas. I think if you're an indie developer, or it's a very different category than if you're a really big company. Yeah, like so if you're an indie developer, you shouldn't start three years working on the like magical idea that you think should be, would work. It's gonna like earn a million dollar. First of all, before you even release, a big company is gonna release that this same idea probably like with um, and getting featured for free, like. Um, it wouldn't even work. But uh, the lesson that I learned is that come up with ideas that you can finish in like, I'm not kidding, in like two weeks or like one week, as crazy as it sounds, and go over quantity over quality. Like you should first have some cash flow in order to expand your um, territory. Otherwise, you're going to stuck in the first place and... Just and you're gonna learn um, less stuff if you just if you're just stuck in like one area of development. So go as many as apps or games you can, and then think of big ideas. I love it, man. It's so true. Uh, <clears throat> I think like another indie successful indie developer friend of mine, he said the same thing. Like his most his best performing app like took him a couple of weeks or like maybe a day, you know, like a week to develop. And you're so right about that because there's a mismatch between what indie developers want and their idea, like their cash flow versus their big idea. It's like people come to me exactly. all the time. They're like, hey, you know, here's this idea. It's going to be a billion dollar. Like, did you raise money for this? No, no, I'm self-funding. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is like a billion dollar type of idea that like, you're going to need to raise money with this. It's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, and so like, what is it that you want? Is it that this billion dollar unicorn or is it just, hey, I want to make a good living and I want to like work from anywhere. I want to be, you know, like in financially independent or whatever it is you want. Like those the idea and that goal should match up perfectly. So, all right. Exactly. Yeah. I do want to get your opinion on this. You said, what strategies won't work, in your opinion, in 2019 and beyond, Reza? Um, I mean, it's, it wouldn't be accurate if I said which one wouldn't work because maybe I have 
implemented them the wrong way because I mean I'm not sure like maybe I've done the Instagram thing the wrong way like if you wanna if you wanna um, do do the marketing or like advertising on Instagram absolutely you you as a as a as an ASO professional would do a much better job than me but I tried my best I watched as many courses as I could I like bought different courses I reached out to anyone that I knew <laughs> it was like none done absolutely neutral <laughs> but um I think the thing I could say Snapchat ads work Instagram and Facebook Facebook ads like don't work at all like in in my case like in terms of apps don't work um in terms of Instagram story ads uh, a couple of my friends told me that they have worked for them but through influencers it has worked it hasn't worked for anyone like as far as I know um but again maybe I've found the wrong niche or something like that yeah no, I think it's important to kind of point out because I think, you know, what I think the listeners, and I'm glad you said this too, Reza, I think what the listeners need to understand is that, hey, this is my situation. This is my app, right? Like this is a paid yeah. app that I try to work with Instagram, Facebook ads. I couldn't get it to work because I've heard from others who, a friend of mine who's in Morocco, shout out to Hicham, but he said, you know, he got it to work. He got Facebook ads to work for a paid app, but it was more entertainment based. Right. And so oh, yeah, I think it, I think it really depends. So it's good to hear from you because you have a paid app. And so for anybody that's in the app business right now that's listening and they have a paid app that is more geared towards photo and video like you are, maybe it, that won't work. Hey, Reza did it. He spent $500 yeah. on influencer marketing. He ran some Facebook <laughs> ads for you. He said, look, man, it's not working. Like something else needs right. to work. And another friend of mine makes search ads really work for his paid app. And so he's just like literally printing money. So he knows exactly what keywords to go after. And those are the keywords that he targets. Right, right. And uh, there's another thing I wanted to add, if you have time. Go for it, man. Like for a few seconds. Okay. Um, I can't say no, you know, like when you say you have time, like the listeners are like, <laughs> I'm gonna look like a dick if I was like, no, I gotta close it out. <laughs> sure. Uh, so I was pretty much against going for I'm not adver advertising for you, dude. I, I, how can I be like honest here? I don't understand. But like, I was really against going for ASO professionals or like, um, I don't know, different websites that promise you to like grow, give you the growth for like downloads and stuff like that. But I was like, okay, I did my best for like Fadeaway. Why not try and search for someone who knows what he's doing? And then, um, that was my best investment in the ASO like area period because for for few reasons like the people who are listening should understand this if you want to do it professionally first of all you have to have couple like at least a good six months of good experience in terms of research and um, doing research while having the business tools that will cost you around like $500 per month and you have to do it with like couple tools so like that's easily a grand or $1,500 per month if you want to do it really professionally but for example professional people like you already have these tools like you have it with with, with, with full feature 
um, full feature set like mobile action, sensor tower, or whatnot. And you know what works now and what doesn't work in, um, right now, and what works in, on this platform, what doesn't work on this platform. I mean, how an indie developer or someone like as a market uh, market marketer expert is gonna how much is it gonna cost them first of all, and how long is it gonna take? We're talking about at least like five thousand dollars until you reach the level zero to understand like hey I have to start from here, all right? So like that's why I wish that around those seven hundred dollars that I invested in marketing. I would rather give it to you because you know already what works and what doesn't. And then you could, it, actually it's very much cost effective. It's despite what everyone thinks. Like everyone thinks like, oh, these ASO guys are like ripping everyone off. It's not, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that's what people thought. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that, man. I, I really do. I mean, what we're, we're trying right now is just guarantee downloads. So I'm going to see how that goes. But we feel fairly confident. And with, with my stuff, like I always try to educate our clients too. Because I do feel like ASO, anybody can really do as long as you have the right tools and the sort of the mindset. And there are obviously little tricks and tips that I have in my arsenal, but at the same time, like you can get to 101, ASO 101 by just me sharing some of those knowledge and the 201s and 301s are things that I'm going to probably keep closer to my vest. But yeah, like it is, I appreciate you saying that, man. But even if you're doing that, even if you're doing ASO 101, it, that's very beneficial, no yes. doubt about it, but you have to pay for the tools too. That's right. It's not, it's not, it's not just for like, Hey, I know this trick. I know that. Or, that's, perfect like that's perfect for implementation if you have the tools perfect go for it if you don't like give it to someone who knows what he's doing like absolutely either you or anyone who knows what he's doing anything else you want to cover reza um just a couple seconds to see i think that's pretty much it awesome well speaking of um, tools and oh yeah go ahead uh, the last like favorite apps or something like that, I think. Come on, man. You're just ruining my flow. I told you before we hit record, Reza. I'm kidding with you. All right, Reza, this is all in the big finish. But let me say, speaking of tools and ASO, a sponsor of ours, AppRadar, I'm actually using this tool a lot more. They just released their new free plan. So as an indie developer who needs the tools, who's watched some of our YouTube content already, and now you're really to, ready to like sort of invest in yourself for ASO, well, check out AppRadar. They, with their free indie plan, you can track up to 200 keywords, analyze five competitors, and you have 30 days worth of historical data. 200 keywords, that's mind blowing. That's more than what these other ASO tools will give you on a play, paid plan, which is what I have. I only get up to like a hundred keywords on some of these plan, on some of these plans. So go check them out. It is cool. Their UI is freaking amazing. I told Thomas I stole some of their UI. Not stole. I borrowed some of their UI and their homepage look and feel because I just love it so much. And what they do really best is keyword research. And like I tell you, I've just put a video up that talked about how we can guarantee growth for our clients. Number one, and the most important is keyword research, finding the keywords that have traffic. And if you're an indie, 
lower competition. So once again, go check out appradar.com. Let them know if they ever ask you or put in the chat, hey, I'm coming to you because I heard the ad on App Masters. Put in the chat, let them know. I want Thomas to be like, stop, Steve. Stop telling them to chat with me and doing this thing because I want the flood of users to go. I'm using it now and I want you guys to start using it as well. It is once again, appradar.com. Just get started for absolutely free. They've got amazing clients, Tinder, Microsoft, Tidal, ASO Co, Yodo Games, like so many great companies using their platform. Again, one last time, appradar.com. And Reza, you got a little excited about this, but this is the big finish. Give us one app we definitely have to check out. I think um, Lenza is one of the one of the apps that is giving more value than you would get from a free app. Lenza. So like, yeah, definitely try it. What is it? It's like um, it does the bouquet effect that you get from like iPhone XS or XR or whatever device you have, but like it does it so like effortlessly and, and in a clean way that you don't have to do anything at all. And uh, th that's just one aspect of it. The second aspect would be you wouldn't have to edit your photo at all, like in any any aspect. And in terms of like you want to um, soften your skin or anything, it doesn't soft it for you, but it, it just makes it as natural as possible. So like I think girls are really interested in that. <laughs> for me and me. But... <laughs> it, it just gives you the perfect picture both in terms yes. of like optimization of the um, skin yeah. and the environment and color and everything i love it man but, uh, we use an app called snow to take pictures on and it, it does very similar stuff auto touches everything yeah snow it's a social okay. network it's huge in asia but we just primarily use it just for the the filters you look i mean god i'm like that looks so feminine Every time I take a picture, it's not. Well, no, 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 that's the thing about Lenza. Like, it, it doesn't, it, at all, it, you wouldn't be able to tell if it's edited or not. Oh, wow, okay. It just does it in the cleanest way possible. Like, try it out. Absolutely, I will, brother. You'll be shocked. I will. Yeah. I need all the touch-ups <laughs> I can get. I'll take it. <laughs> Give yeah. us a lesson that took you the longest to learn. Um, that was just, yeah, going for quantity over quality, like in terms of, even as a perfectionist, like it, I don't care how, how you um, try to focus on your idea and implement it in, in the most perfect way and release, a, um, release an app without any kind of bug, just go for it, release it with the bug, 10, 10 bugs, it doesn't matter, just go for it and then start optimizing it. it. Yeah. Well, my friend Rich said it beautifully during our previous virtual summit, it's, he plays a long game, right? Like he launches it, he goes really quick, continually optimize it. It's not like he's like expecting 50, you know, 500 downloads right on launch. He's like, if I get five and then I'm gonna try to get 20 and I'm gonna try to get 50 and I'm gonna try to get 100, and I'm gonna try to get 200, you know, like, and it's just this long journey of continually iteration. And that's what he said has led to some of the success. So I'm glad you said the same thing, Reza. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So once again, it is fadeawayapp.com. Check him out. If you guys want to work with him, he knows a lot of stuff or hire him to develop some of the apps. It is once again, fadeawayapp.com. Contact them through there before he puts up the eccentric team fade website as well. Reza, if the audience wants to follow up with you personally and say, thank you for coming on. Is there anywhere else, anywhere else you want to send them? I mean, um, there's my LinkedIn, like Reza Abdullahi. 
And uh, also the, the app's website is fadeawayapp.com. The app itself is like Fadeaway Photo Layers on App Store. Yeah, check it out there too. So I will like, link up Reza's yeah. name, the, his LinkedIn profile to his name as well in the show notes. Thank you. guys you. want to check it out. Sorry, Reza, cut you off. Anything else you want to mention? No, I already mentioned everything. Thank you. Awesome, brother. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for all the support that you've given me through the years. So that's why I was like, I got to highlight this guy who's done so much for me and also has done a lot. And so you guys learned a lot about how E10X is down with localization. Reza, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Thanks for having me. Thank Thank you you very much. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you at the next chat. Thanks for listening to the App Masters Podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.